tieflings and tabaxi, high elves and halflings, barbarians and bards. Welcome back to Raw School. Open up your player's handbook as we take another deep dive into the magical and mystical world of Dungeons and Dragons. Class is now in session. Welcome, students, to another. Welcome back to school. What the... <laughs> There's an old, an old hag here to welcome <laughs> you back. Um, listen, summer's over. Get your asses in your seats. It's mm-hmm. time to get back to raw school. Your shrill McGonagall is <laughs> back to work. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Did I? Nailed Did I it. Get it? Nailed 100%. it. Nailed yep. it. Nailed it. <laughs> Um, y'all, welcome back to Raw School. We have some exciting, um, like we're going to change things up a little bit. Like our first season of Raw School, we really spent a lot digging deep into the specifics of the game, teaching you how to play, how to build a character and all of that. Now we're going to move into actually meeting players, talking to people who've played about their experience, um, and then doing some deep dives into specific classes and subclasses and races Mm -hmm. so that you get a really good sense of the kinds of things that you can play. Yeah, year one is over. We are now moving into year two where you're going to learn more about how to make decisions about what you're going to play. So no better way to do that than talking to real players, right? Yeah, and joining us for this episode is one of my good Judies, Andy. Don't give me that look. Andy. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> He's already giving me looks. <laughs> Hello, Andy. How are we all? We're doing good. How are we? It's the I don't, royal we. Are we talking we. Yeah, 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 in the yeah, royal yeah. we now? Yeah, I, never, I never refer to myself we in the singular. We are yeah, doing so great. Not, the yeah. royal we sounds like so, the Prince Harry's penis. Oh, I always refer to it as me and my fleas, so we're good. Yeah. Me. <laughs> All right. Well, Andy, welcome on to Raw School. Andy, I, as we talked about on Discussing Amongst Ourselves, our other podcast, if you would like to listen. Um, it's updated you... so irregularly that, like, it, like, <laughs> like you once can't. A year. Like, it's just it's like, fine. do we want to do it? Sure, I guess. Fine. Sure, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, we talked about how I was going to dragoon you into playing D&D someday, and it finally happened. I was so resistant. And not like a in a, like a negative way, but more in like a um, I'm scared of it way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think you had a great time. So, Andy, you joined uh, Anna as a player in my Harry Potter game that went on for four sessions. And you um, did a great job. Oh, thank was you. Was it only four sessions? I it felt was. like we bonded and got so close and like it felt it felt longer, but probably because the sessions were really spaced out. So, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just an amazed. I'm amazing at bringing people together. No, it's nothing no about doubt, you. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> nothing about Joe. Go fuck yourself. It is only <laughs> about me and Anna's true, true love bond. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So speaking of being just coming in, kicking and screaming, yeah. <laughs> what let's let's start and figure this out. What were your biggest kind of fears and trepidations? I before... feel like I'm in therapy right now. That's fine. <laughs> you are a little bit. <laughs> yes, I... Who's gaslighting you into playing D and D? Let's break this down. It's me. Yeah. 
um no i just like i think joe's sort of doing it and and i we've talked about this where i'm like joe likes to get and like it's like here's a hobby i want to do mm-hmm. and then starts it and then like goes to something else so i'm like oh okay and then he's like this is the career now yeah That's yeah, yeah. so then it's like i like 100%. there was just a lot of stuff and i was like oh okay and so D came around and he's like i'm gonna do D and i was like okay we'll see uh and then, <laughs> and then but it's like really stuck so i was like okay this seems like something really like it seems like you really he really enjoyed it and he was doing a lot mm-hmm. of it and i was like okay cool and he was and i was like it's only a matter of time before he asked me to do it because even like doing a podcast that we were doing where like i think it was it's like again we do it infrequently we do it whenever we want to and it's a lot of fun but we just do it whenever we want to so it mm-hmm. was even that was a long time i think he was like let's do it let's do it let's do it and i was like eh, well, and then got me to do it so i was like well I mean, it feels like Joe can talk me into doing whatever he wants me to. So that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's if you how, that's if how I you, feel too. Don't yeah. worry. He's like, you want a murder guy? And I was like, I guess. Like, it's if you if you put a gun to someone's head, you can. They can do anything you want them to. That's mm-hmm. such a good point. Um, so, so like, then it came up to do D and D, and I was just like, I'm not like I I. I am both not a shy person and a shy person at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't really want to act or do anything uh, creative to be critiqued, <laughs> which is probably a very human reaction. Um, and so I always told him, I was like, I don't want to act. I don't want to act. And he's like, it's not acting. It's not acting. And it is. It's being. It's it's, it's role totally playing. Different. It's not role playing, but role playing is acting. That's You're playing a but role. That's not... what the whole definition of it. You know what I mean? Well, so but that's... you're not like memorizing lines. No, you're I... not, it's, it's none of the stressful stuff about acting. I... And I I, I, I seventy five percent agree with you, and I twenty five. It's it's, it's less of. I the don't stressful. know that the line memorization is the stressful part of being an actor. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is. I think the line memorization and like fitting into a fitting into a specific role versus creating making a everything role. you do your own. Right. Yeah. Like like when you're playing D anD D and you're role playing in any game, um, like it, it's not a scripted character that you're trying to fit into. It's a character you created that morphs and changes as you do and can be whatever you want it to be. Right. But that character is very much like, I mean, every character it's you're going to create you. is, it's not you, right. but it kind oh, of is. Right. You know what I mean? So right. it's yeah. like, like you're going to, especially I think, and this is what you both had said before, where it's like, well, my first character is basically just me. Right. It's like, right. it's hard to, it's like, it's like, oh, you're just like a little gay kid who likes witchcraft. Great. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm an elder millennial who's sad about me the world. In the 90s. Like it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I watched Charmed too. It's fine. Yeah. We, exactly. <laughs> so like, like that feels very like, like uh you're kind of putting yourself out there in a way and i think the more you do it the more you're going to create characters who maybe like yeah part of you's in there but it's not really yeah like you you but, uh, you're recognizing an aspect of humanity as opposed to like yourself if that makes sense yeah. mm-hmm. but that's to- i mean i think anna would agree right like both of us i think did that with our first characters my first character was a half elf bard and i literally would play my recorder at the table and be like do like little spongebob thing <laughs> because i was just like yeah i i'm a musician i'm i, I know how to read music and play music right. so i spent all this time learning all these songs for a fucking one shot that i never used but yeah it was totally like a lot of myself was in that character sure yeah my first character was a secret princess so just me to a t <laughs> yeah, honestly yeah. like it is just it was like me my life here it yeah. is on paper this is yeah. very much like the, the what is that the prince in me that uh what's that movie with uh Julia Stiles. Julia Stiles. Yeah, yeah. Love her. And you're like you're just like at an American college with like like a, yeah, a Danish accent. Fine. Like it's fine. <laughs> yeah. 
So this, so the, the, that aspect was obviously apprehensive for you, but I will say like when I got you to create a character, the first character you created was a druid. I don't know if you remember this. It was a, uh, like a druid of the, a druid of the, like the Arctic. The, oh, the, Irina Morozova. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember <laughs> her name. I remember her name. Yeah. Irina is the greatest name, uh, especially from Slavic tradition. Morozova is Moros, which means frost. So she's frosty. Yeah, I had, and, I had things. I had reasons, and I never, course, and then I yeah. never what created made, a story. What drew you to druid? Drew you to druid? Oh, look at you! <laughs> oh, well, I, I think I can answer this. Andy would describe himself as a forest witch or a mountain witch. Yes, a little bit of both. In real life, in real life, not like an actual yeah. witch doing actual witch things, but like if if we were gonna force me to pick a climate and <laughs> right, know, then yeah, those would and be a, it. and a career. It would be witch. Mm-hmm. Did you? Okay, so was it just the fact that it was like one with nature and witchy things that drew you to druid, or had you done any like review of the other classes before you said let's do druid? I had done nothing. Like my excellent. Well, I mean, we sat down. <laughs> we sat down and we talked about it. But I like, mean, other than having Joe be your encyclopedia of knowledge, one hundred percent. That's things, the, one of the only yeah. ways I was like, I'll play this game, but I want to do minimal effort. Like I want you to do all. Of this. So even like mm-hmm. it's like, but this is I learned this and I did not know this when going into it. But more just because one of the ways that I got into it or with that Joe kind of got me into it was watching Dimension Twenty, um, which was a good one because it's like. It's especially the first. I really liked Fantasy High. I know Joe has his feelings about it, but I really liked it. I liked it. It, it okay. just wasn't my favorite of all. Yeah. So I really liked it a lot, but it was also like the first one they did. So it was a really easy way to kind of be like, okay, here's what's happening. Here's how the rules are. And like they're learning the rules too. So it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of like was like, oh, this is cool. It's like you're building a story, all that fun stuff. And then like um, it was a really neat way to learn the way that the game is trying to limit magical power right so it's like like just because you're magical doesn't mean you're all powerful so you still have to roll to hit you still it doesn't doesn't suddenly you have a limited like types of spells you can use a number right but the thing that you don't see is all of the work that goes into being a spellcaster in the in the game and so i just was like yeah i want to be a druid like whatever i want to have magic (laughs) and so like we would sit down to play like and i think like the it wasn't the first uh session it was like the second and i was like i don't know what to do and joe's like you can look it up and i was like i'm not doing that like i was like i "I don't want to so like there was a lot of things where it was like uh but to your credit you i mean like you uh, i think you really embraced that challenge far exceeding my expectations you would you would cast some awesome spells in that last session we had you used erupting earth to explode this like glass container completely just on your own you came up with that um like you I think you did a really good job. Yeah, great. Always a great use of Moonbeam. Listen, I loved Moonbeam, but I hate it when Joe canceled it. I'm blaming Joe, not the dice. That's fine. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm a dick. Sorry. Joe. Yeah. There was was a TikTok I saw the other day, um, or quote unquote, an article that I read, um, (laughs) where there's a lot of stuff on there for D&D. And it was like, when you're the first, it's like your first round of D&D or whatever. And it's like, I rolled a 24. Does that hit? And the DM, the, the DM is like, no, it doesn't hit. And you're just like, go fuck yourself. Like, you you did this to me. Like, it's like this anger at someone. So, you picked this stat yeah, block and I, decided that a 24 wasn't going to hit. Right. But I figured, like, the, the more that we played, like, again, I would say the more we played, the more I got into it. Because it was just easier to, like, you're like, oh, okay, I know these people now. I'm more comfortable with these people. And mm-hmm. I just, it's fine. And so, like, I think, like, the last time I was, like, I think my concentration broke for Moonbeam and I got really mad because Moonbeam... <laughs> 
Moonbeam. To me, it was like the most powerful thing ever that I could so do. Invested. It was. I was like, this is bullshit. I got so mad about it. And I was oh, like, yeah. maybe oh, calm yeah. down. Like, this is maybe, <laughs> yeah, rain it in. I get angry at Joe a lot, yeah. actually, when things like that happen to The me. biggest test of our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> la, 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 yeah. Being a so, DM. Yeah. So that, that's plans. another question I have for you, Andy. You played at the table. You knew me. Um, and then obviously you're you're very close to Joe, but I don't think you knew anybody else at the table. Is that right? I did know Zach. I'd met him before. Um, okay. Uh, but only like once. Like it wasn't. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'd met him before. So that was nice to have met him. And then we did like a session like negative one or whatever because. Right. Joe taught us how to play basically. Sure. Um, so I, I guess my question to you is, did you prefer kind of like playing with just a group of strangers that were kind of coming together just for this adventure or do you feel like you would have preferred playing with just a bunch of your friends or do you think that you would have been a little bit more anxious about you know stepping out of your comfort zone in front of your friends oh what a good question question. (laughs) i think probably like i really liked that like like even the people that i did know it was like I had met you before, like, like we had mm-hmm. had a conversation or two, but like, it wasn't like I had known you, known you. Right? Yeah. So we didn't really know each other. Right. No. So it was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, I think the second one, I think was the option of the latter where it was like, I liked that I didn't know a lot of people there. It was easier to kind of like mm-hmm. go into it and knowing that like, I mean, me and Joe have shot the shit forever. So it's not like I was like worried about him being like, oh, that's dumb, you know? Um, <laughs> So, like, it was nice. I mean, you also helped very much because I sat next to you for the first two sessions, I think, before he said, and I was like, it was like, you'd roll, and it was like, roll initiative. And I was like, cool, I rolled a, you know, a seven I, I or whatever. I rolled a thing. What yeah. does this mean? And you were like, you were like, did you add your initiative bonus to it? And I was like, I was like, I didn't thank you. Or like, like, Joe's like, do a constitution saving throw or something. So I rolled, and I was like, I don't know what to add to that. And you were like, you were like, just scroll here, and, and you just point. And I was like, thank you so much. So, like, yeah. you very much helped with that. That was very nice. Uh, and so it was very supportive it wasn't like it, it didn't yeah. feel judgmental at all which was very okay, nice go. good yeah well I, I and i think that what you're talking about there is not just a blend of like people you kind of knew versus versus you know strangers coming together to have this adventure but also experienced players versus new players and there was a great mix of both yes. at our table yeah so the people that were there that kind of knew what they were doing were able to to help the others but you also didn't feel like you were the only one that was like right i don't know what to do or what what this means 100 so. percent. i think even you were doing wild magic sorcerer for the first time is that right yeah so oh, i was yeah. like so and i i don't know were you dming a wild magic sorcerer for the first time too joe um no okay. but i uh we had changed the rules to make mm-hmm. it more frequent that you would roll on the wild magic table which okay. great decision gang yeah that was so, so much good. fun <laughs> yeah so that was i mean it was really cool because it was like not only was i starting yeah. but like you've played for a while but everybody yeah. But you were doing something new, which was cool. And exactly. like, so like, even if you, like, even you were kind of like, I don't know fucking know what's happening here. Like, I was like, cool, cool. <laughs> yep. So like, it was, yeah, it was very pleasant. I didn't, ex- I did not expect to like it as much as I did, actually. Um, yeah. 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 I, so I, I think your experience of, uh, you had mentioned something earlier where it's like, it's hard to sit down at a table and just like jump in, in character and and I think that's true for everyone, no matter how often you've played. I think the first session, especially when you're playing with new people, I'm about to start a campaign um, uh, where I'm like meeting the whole group for the first time on Monday. Um, and it's like, I have this great character idea planned out, but like, 
the th- and I've you know I, I've DM'd a ton, I've played a ton. I'm st- I'm a little anxious, like okay, now I really want to get this accent right. I really want to do this, do this, and I don't think that really goes away, which is such a good thing, right? It's that it's that it's that fun anxiety like before performance. Um, but the the fun thing is that once that first session and once you first do that as that character, once you go get over that hill, then it's like it's like butter. To borrow a phrase, it's like her legs are like butter. It's it is so easy uh, to I think to to slip back into that and to feel comfortable with the people you're playing with. I guess. Do you? This is seemingly unrelated, but it's related. Do you like having a crush on someone? Does that make sense? In, yes. You do. Oh, like I in do. real life. Like in real life, yes. do you like having a crush on someone? Like my my friend, uh, our yes. friend, uh, me and Jeff's friend Katie. She was like, I love having a crush. It gives you reason to go out. You get kind of nervous when you go out, and then you like see someone. And I was like, I hate that feeling more than anything in the world, <laughs> right? So it's like, yeah. So it's like this feeling of like, and it's probably control issues. It's not a big deal, but like, <laughs> but like, this is therapy. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> but like going into it, like what you're describing to me sounds very much like you know you're that that anxious Those nervousness, but it's really kind of fun. Yeah. And to I, me, I'm like, this I live is for awful. that, honestly. Oh, I hate Part of it. why I became a lawyer is that, like, I love that feeling of right before a trial or right before an oral argument. You just, like, you're filled with that, like, Adrenaline. nervous energy and anxiety mm-hmm. about how it's going to ro- go. The right. roller coaster totally clicking up the hill mm-hmm. right before mm-hmm. it drops. Oh, no. Absolutely. See, I hate that feeling. So, like, the whole, like, <laughs> like it's like we and were. you did it anyway. I I'm did so it proud anyway. of you. Thank you. And, and you now you're playing. Like, Sorry. You, now you're playing another role-playing game with me. I as, am. As the GM. So. Yeah. I think uh, the point you made where you're like, it's kind of hard to just jump in, right? With like, here's the character I have, but like the DM's in charge of like building the world and stuff like that. With this one, um, we just got off of the thing where we were like kind of like building the world as a group before we do mm-hmm. something, which seems really cool because it's like, I haven't created this character in any way, shape or form. Like, like everyone came in, they were like, I have thoughts. And I was like, I didn't look at it. Um, yeah. And I was like, and Joe said, it's fine. We have weeks to go. It's not a big deal. Right. To, so to yeah. put it in context for, for the listeners, we did uh, The Quiet Year, um, which uh, recently was featured on Adventure Zone, which is a uh, a role-playing game that is about build map building and building a world. It's a very short game. The rules are very simple and it's about collaboratively collaboratively creating a world together um, so do you build the world and then play in that world or mm-hmm. oh. yep or or like what they did in adventure zone they built the world and then that set the stage for like years later what was developed as a result um so you can kind of do whatever you want with it but um i, I specifically said like we, we haven't even really had session zero yet like i haven't really even explained to them how to play the game i just gave them a character sheet nice. um we're using the kids on broom system right but it's really nice because i think like you get an idea it starts asking you questions about like you're building a plot for the world as opposed to something mm-hmm. else so it's like it's like oh i can fit my character kind of like into one of these groups of people or this location or something like that. So it feels a little bit more like um, I'll have your, yeah, you have an idea yeah, of what your character might be right. or, or what, how they fit in the you world. Get to, you get to, to do it from the ground up. So right. you know exactly where to like fit your puzzle pieces. Right. That is really cool. Which I mean, it was nice too. Cause like doing the Harry Potter one, it's like, it's, it's fan fiction at a certain point. Right. Which I, yeah. I love mm-hmm. fan fiction. So everything's fine. <laughs> but I like, for, right. yeah. So it was like, so it's like, oh, okay, well I can be from probably anywhere in the British Isles. I can pick real mm-hmm. places. I can pick real languages to speak. I can pick these things and, and mm-hmm. you know, kind of what you're doing. So it was nice to, I think that was a really good way to kind of be new to the game. Right. Um, and we had a great understanding of even the like 
made up magical world right. part of it, right? Like it wasn't just like, oh, I know what Britain is. I know what right. the UK is. Right. It's like, oh, I know what Hogwarts is and I know how this works. And I know the know, characters are going to reference in history, right? Yes. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So th- that that is actually, I, I totally agree with you, like a really great transition into the world of D&D. So you're not just like, now you're in medieval times that I made up and there's goblins. Right. So surprise. Right, so, right, right. So yeah. it, it, was, it was really, I, I think that was really helpful, I think going into it because it, it basically was like okay well it doesn't seem overwhelming right yeah the overwhelming thing was again it's all magic so you're all spellcastery so i was like <laughs> i got a spell book app on my phone it's telling me what to do but i uh, will see how it goes so that's right. so you picked druid mm-hmm. you played the druid did you enjoy playing a druid i did i think though the more the more you watch the more it depends on how much you want to put into developing that character or or like like the between sessions work that kind of goes into that you're just kind of like i don't know make me a barbarian i want to hit things and then like move on like that kind of thing <laughs> and, and i don't think that's 100 percent the best like it just is like oh that seems a little bit easier um mm-hmm. so like maybe getting ready for the like if you play for the first time i guess my advice would always just be do something that's not necessarily heavy hitting with the magic stuff because you don't have to yeah. like like focus on that you can kind of get into the idea of how to play and stuff like that and then maybe and then maybe be like well i want to try a magic character because i think like it's so frustrating because it's like dungeons and dragons you think of magic you think of all this fun stuff but like it is one of the harder aspects of the game to get used to especially if you're not used to doing all the work to play i know i I mean that was a really bold choice for you to play druid right out of the gate your first time that is that is a very bold brave like class to pick for your first character so good on you oh for for sure doing it and doing it so well oh well thank you yeah there's probably no way joe is going to be like don't be a druid right because i'm going to be like i'm going to be like well no like i want to be like of course i'm going to be a yeah excuse me i want to be a nature witch go fuck yourself like that kind of (laughs) (laughs) well i think that was part of the reason why i like in character creation i specifically helped you like prepare some spells that i thought you would find helpful like it it definitely helps if you're going to play a spellcaster to like have have a vet you know a veteran like work with you to to explain some of that stuff because yeah it's just it's a lot but once you get used to it man you can do some really fucking cool shit as a spellcaster oh yeah i'm sure it was just more of a like uh i just wasn't prepared for the for like you're like oh you can just prepare different spells this time right. if you want and i was like i right. fully don't like, know what whoa. that means <laughs> i didn't <laughs> so, even know which ones i had prepared last time yeah yeah i was like here. i was like you've explained so. prepared like what does it mean to have a spell prepared before and i was like cool cool and it's like one of those things where like in math class and they explain math and you're like i get it and then you go home and you're like i don't know how to use these equations like that was really what happened <laughs> pythagoras yeah 100 percent. yeah, <laughs> right. 100%, yeah. Okay, so you played a druid, but you got to see uh, a wild magic sorcerer. You got to see a barbarian. You got to see a cleric. And who else was at our table? A warlock. A warlock. Mm -hmm. So did any of those other ones appeal to you as you watched them play? I think I really liked the the sorcerer aspect of it because that felt like you didn't have to, like, it was more like, just like, I don't know, the magic's the thing. And I have it. And then, and then I'm gonna do what I want to do with it, and then maybe I'll randomly go blind. Like that was, <laughs> like that was. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. No, I love how you're I'm like, gonna yeah. go ahead and just like massively credit myself yeah. if what you picked out of that was sorcerer because <laughs> I have right. found so far that to be like my most boring class to play. Actually, really, so, right? yeah. yeah. It's think, funny yeah. because you're like, oh, I like spellcasting so confusing. I want to go to a more complicated spellcaster, well, sorcerer. <laughs> sorcerer. It, but it, it, well, I didn't have to do the work. That's my favorite thing. That's like lord that was never mind that's a dumb story to tell but um <laughs> no i th- i think it was like it was just interesting because to me it didn't feel like you were i don't know i don't know the mechanics of it so all i saw was you doing it i think that's really what it was so mm-hmm. i was like that seems fun but i think that's the thing with magic in this game right it seems really fun but there's like more work behind it than you think there is right um and it's i mean by the end of it i was just fireballing a bunch of shit and that was super fun yeah so <laughs> yeah that's at awesome. a certain point you're like i just am gonna ice knife the shit out of you i guess but even that one i got so mad because i would like do stuff but we kind of stuck together so i was like can everyone take five just feet back <laughs> Oh. Yeah, like, can everyone just get out of melee range so the spellcaster can use ice knife? Yeah, exactly. <sighs> That's all I want to do is that. And so I'm like, this is fine, I guess, whatever. <laughs> but like, it was just like the like again, like there's so many limitations on it, which I think is great because there should be limitations on it so that you're not this like god, you know, at, right. at level two. It's not like oh, you either have a great sword or you can have unlimited magical exactly. abilities and do whatever the fuck you want, whatever you want. Exactly. Right? And I think it was that like it was nice that there's that limitation, but when you're when when the limitations are put on you, you're like, I hate this. <laughs> like, <it's fine. laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. It, it, I think if you play a spellcaster in the future and using D and D five e, I think you'll really probably spend a lot more time focusing on looking at how those spells and stuff interact and how you can, how they can be used and like how to most efficiently use like actions versus bonus actions. And, and I think to me that crunchiness is what makes the game super fun, mm-hmm. but I could see how it's like, super overwhelming to a new player. I think there's a thing where you're like, you're going to be frustrated as fuck at the first game you play just because you're like, I don't know the rules. And someone's like, and it's like, you want to get through your turn quickly, right? Mm -hmm. Or at least you want to keep it going because like, it's kind of like, you know, in college, if I don't know if you did, but when you were playing beer pong and like, you're like, these people are playing, but like, I'm just sitting here. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just watching and you're like, I get it. So like, that kind of is a certain point where you're like, okay, everyone's going and you're like, well, I am waiting for my turn, which is not, is it's not boring when you're watching people play because you can see what they're doing. But, but you're sitting there and like, I'm trying to think of what I want to do. And I don't know if it's going to work or I can't do that because ice knife is going to kill other people or like, (laughs) like, you're like, this is just, just difficult. And so, um, but you want to go fast. And so like, like, whereas Anna, you were like, yeah, this is my action, my bonus action. I'm doing this and here's my movement. And I was like, cool. And I was like, can I move here? Uh, what's a bonus action? And how do I like, do I have to like say, say words to make this happen? Like, I was just like, don't know what the hell's going on. I thought you did like 10 times better than when I first sat down to play. Oh, well. Literally every time it was my turn, I'm like, remind what? me again yeah, like, <laughs> what huh? are we playing yeah is this, what thing, am I wrong yeah. both What's of happening? you right, yeah. like both of you are such great examples of like the more you play the the faster those things come and the better you are it just takes practice like anything. oh sure it's anything you're you're flexing a muscle right and it just is yeah. coming up with what you can do right but it's the first i mean just like the first time you're gonna play it's gonna be frustrating you're gonna feel like an idiot even though everyone's like you're doing great <laughs> like that's yeah yeah Yeah. so so andy what is your you've played now you've played dungeons and dragons i have you're playing welcome to the nerd life yeah Yeah. my nephew my nephew's upstairs and he goes he goes were you playing dnd and i was like kind of it's like a dnd like game it's whatever um (laughs) for this thing earlier and he goes he goes wow nerd and i was like first (laughs) of all 
I'm gonna fucking punch that kid. Yeah, you're 12. Like, go away. Yeah. Like, this Fuck is the thing. Like, <laughs> nerds are cool now. Nerds yeah. are cool. Hello. No. Um. Uh. But. Uh. What did you take away? Like, what is your takeaway so far from that experience? I mean, obviously, obviously, I will not let you not play D anD. d So in the right. future, so like you're we're gonna be playing more. But uh, just what was your takeaway from that whole experience so far? Uh, it was fun. I liked it. I think you sh- people should do it. I guess if they want to, right? I mean, like if you have people, a group of people that you feel. I would say relatively comfortable around, even if they're not people you know really well, right? It's people aren't going to be mean for that game, and if they are mean, Mm-mm. then then don't hang and out. And you're with in them. the wrong group, right? right exactly. Then, it's not the game; it's the people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like anything else in the world, right? Uh, uh, like, I think it was a lot of fun. I think it, it it took me out of a comfort zone, but didn't make me. It's not acting in the way that I thought it was, right? right. I would still say it is a little bit, but sure, like it, it wasn't something that like, it's just another example of being like, get out of your comfort zone, go do this thing that you thought would be weird. Um, and I enjoyed it a lot, I think. It's it's acting, it's not a play. Yeah, right? that's a good way to think of it. It's improv, it's improvisation. That's a worse way to word it, Joe. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> on that note. Better. Yeah. Um, no, it was really cool. I thought it was, it was, it was exciting, and I think like it, it was interesting too because it was such a um, it was removed from it was removed from my normal routine. I think because right. I was driving over from Iowa City to Des Moines to mm. to play, so it was like, oh, okay, I'll come over on Sat on Sunday or something, and like we would hang out, and that was fun. And then like it came like a little weekend thing, right? So that was nice. Um, and then I'd drive back on Monday nights or something, and that was it. Did feel like oh, it's a reason to get out. It's a reason to go do stuff. And then um, it was nice. Yeah. Oh well, Andy. Thank you so much for joining us for Raw School. Well, thank you for having me, and thank you for forcing me to play, and thank you, Anna, (laughs) for making it such a nice experience the first time. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for taking my V card. It's good. (laughs) Yeah, or my D card. Sorry, your D and D card. Yeah, Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, your D card sounds (laughs) sounds worse. Yeah, yeah. Shouldn't be a card. Um, Okay. (laughs) Well. Andy, thank you again for joining us. Anytime. Um, Students, class, he's dismissed. 